welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lindsay and Isabel, and we are so glad that you decided to come back and give us another listen today. For today's episode, we got this topic from one of our listeners, and we're really grateful. We appreciate any time any of you reach out and give us topics you want to hear about, and the topic for today is going to be about how to stay true to yourself when making big decisions, and maybe not even big decisions, just any decision in your life, staying true to what you want and how to have the confidence in that decision and not be bothered by what others think of it. I think this is a big question for younger people out there who are, first of all, just trying to figure out what does being true to myself even mean? Because you have to figure that out first. You have to figure out what you believe in life before you can stay true to it, right? So I think a lot of the struggle that you have when you go from being a teenager to college and to the workforce and you're going from a kid to an adult and you're making all these new life decisions is that you have so many people telling you different things and it's hard to figure out what you actually believe versus you're just doing it because somebody told you to do it. Yeah, I think I struggled with this when I was younger. I didn't have a problem making a decision because I thought I'm just going to do this and stick with it and to heck with what everyone else thinks about it, even if it wasn't the best decision for me at the time, I would just go with it no matter what. So especially when you're younger, it can be hard to truly understand what you want out of life. But something that helped me with it is our dad always said, the right decision is definitely not always the easy one. So sometimes that thing that's going to be hardest for you to do is the thing that's right for you because that's what's true to yourself. Do you think there was a difference between how you looked at situations and how you made decisions of what was going to be best for you when you were younger and you had this attitude of just like, I'll make all the decisions, don't tell me what to do at all versus what you do now? Do you think there was any difference in that or do you think it's the exact same thing? For me, it's very different now compared to when I was uh, say like a teenager because back then most of my decisions were just based around going against what my parents wanted for me basically because I felt I thought I was really smart (laughs) I thought I could make a better decision than them Well, I don't think that you have to feel bad about that because I think that's what most teenagers think, right? Everyone thinks that they have it all figured out and they don't need to listen to anyone because everyone who's trying to tell them something just doesn't understand, right? That's usually how you feel as a teenager is they just couldn't possibly understand what you're going through. And so it's really hard to wade through all of those emotions and realize that while you don't need to listen to everyone in life, there are people that have your best interest at heart. And while they might not know what's best for you in every situation, they do have stuff to offer you for advice because they have been through a lot of what you're going through. Yeah, I've realized that as I've gotten older that some of the bigger decisions in my life that I'm not too confident about or I just don't know that much about the topic, I do go to my parents or my siblings who maybe have more experience in the area just to get advice from them on what they think would be the best idea. I don't always go with what they say, but it's nice to hear different perspectives and really consider it before making a decision. Whereas when I was younger, I would just pick something and go with it just because... I thought I would be able to figure it out. Yeah, I think that this is something that I've struggled a little bit more with than Isabel because Isabel's always had that spirit of I'm just going to do whatever I want and I'll deal with the consequences of that. That's not really my personality. I very much want to, I'm not really a rule breaker. I want to make sure everyone, you know, not everyone, but I would say my parents. I want to make sure that my parents were happy with the decisions I was making. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I do think that 
I had to work at figuring out when it was okay to say, no, this is how I'm going to do it because while I respect you as my parent and as somebody who has more experience, I need to find a little bit of my own way and I need to make mistakes for myself and I need to see the consequences of those mistakes and maybe they're not mistakes. Maybe I'm just doing something different than you would do it, but it's not necessarily a mistake. Um, So I would say that Isabel was definitely better at kind of that rebellious spirit and I had to work at it to kind of find my way. Yeah, and I don't think you necessarily need to be rebellious in a sense because even though when I was younger, I did go against, in my mind, what I thought my parents wanted, even though in reality, I didn't really do anything that was that extreme. But No, let's be clear here. None of us... (laughs) myself, Isabel, or our other sister, Vicky, were ever really that rebellious growing up. We just had kind of strict parents, so when we thought we were being rebellious, I mean, compared to other people's stories, really wasn't that rebellious. (laughs) No, but I definitely was the more rebellious of the sisters, but looking at my life now, I do realize a lot of my ideas and decisions do align with similar things that my parents would agree with. So that's not a bad thing if you do go along a lot with what your parents think because, you know, not bad to agree with people. And it's actually quite helpful since I do have a lot of the similar values and morals as my parents when I go to make a decision to hear their advice because they come from a similar standpoint as me. But it's also great if your parents don't agree with things that you do to get that other perspective because it's really important to hear that the decision you want to make might not be the best one for you and all the downsides to it. And I think this kind of plays into the idea of when people tell you like be who you want to be don't care what anyone thinks. I would say that I understand that that's just like an easy way to like slogan something but I think there needs to be more nuance to it than that. If you go through your entire life not caring what anyone thinks ever at any point I mean you're probably not going to have a very happy life because nobody's going to want to be around you. (laughs) If, If you don't care literally at all what anyone thinks and you just care about you. I mean, to be honest, most people don't like to hang out with those types of people, right? So I think what a better way to look at it would be is figure out the people in your life who actually care about you and want you to succeed and want you to be who you were meant to be and then take their thoughts into consideration and don't always go with what they have to say. Sometimes you do know what's best for you and sometimes, you know, you're just going to go down a different path than maybe your parents or your siblings thought you were going to go down and that's fine. But I would just say you want to take it into consideration. Now, if you're just meeting Joe Schmo on the street or a friend who really has no, um, or a friend who really doesn't care that much how you succeed in your life and is just more worried about making you like them, well, then those are the types of people that you say like, I don't care what you think, I'm going to do what's best for me. So I just think it needs to move from a mentality of a teenager who is like, I don't care what anyone thinks in this entire life, I'm going to do exactly what I want, to I figured out who I am as a person. I know what I want out of this life. I know what my values are, my morals are, and I will take into consideration what those around me who I love and who love me think, but in the end, I'm going to do what's best for myself and my family. I think that's really important. I have a mix of both people in my life. I have people who are really important to me in my husband's lives who I don't really see eye to eye with. Most of the decisions I make aren't the same as what they would think I should do, but it's important to consider what they're saying. Really think about it because... 
having different perspectives is never a bad thing. It just gives you more to think about. So I would just say take all that in, take the time making your decision, and then in taking that time, you can be really confident it's the best decision for you. And if they question you later, you can explain that to them. Yeah, and I would explain, I would have actual reasons of why you decided, um, why you decided to go with what you decided to go with. I think a lot of times um, our dad doesn't think that we listen to him at all and doesn't take into consideration what he says at all, but that's completely not the case. I think Isabel and I both listen to a lot of what he has to say, and then we just kind of file that away, and we either go with what he says and, you know, we're either happy or unhappy or we don't go with what he says and we're happy or unhappy. In either situation, we're learning lessons. We're learning, okay, where do I align with my parents? Where do I not align with my parents? And what's going to work for them? Maybe it works for me. Maybe it doesn't work for me. You know, things do change over time. And while you always want to be respectful of your parents, I really do believe that. They've given you so much in this life. That doesn't mean you have to do exactly what they want at all times. That's something I have to tell myself all the time when I'm making decisions that maybe my parents aren't too happy with because I do get nervous and I do want to be a people pleaser. And so I just think if you have reasons and you've thought through it and it makes sense to you and you're not doing it because you just want an easy way out, then I think you are completely in your right to do what you want and maybe not listen to what everyone else is telling you. But I think you know. I mean, you know when you're doing something because you really believe it or you're doing it because it's the easy way. I mean, you know, you just do. No one else knows, but you do. You know in your head. I always know if I'm doing something for the right reasons or not. And if you're not doing it for the right reasons, after you make that decision, it will feel bad. Maybe a little bit of regret will set in that you didn't do things the way you should have. And I think it's just important to be confident in whatever you're doing because even the smallest things someone's gonna get mad at or think was stupid. Like, my dad thought it was dumb when I got a dog and I was like, dad, it's just a dog. I can take care of a dog. So, <laughs> you know, someone's always going to be upset with something you do, but as long as you're confident in that and you feel good about it, what they say can't truly affect you. Right. And so, and then there are situations where maybe you didn't do exactly what your parents would have done, but it ends up working out and you can kind of see whether it worked out because you made the right decision or you got lucky. So the example I'm thinking in my head was when I told my parents that Jacob and I were going to buy our first house. They were a little nervous about it just because we hadn't been working for that long and it just, it's a big investment. So they were nervous about it. And I said, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to get the house. So we get the house and we end up changing our life plans, right? We decide we're going to move. So now we have to sell this house. And buying a house and selling it two years later is not usually the best time frame to do that. And you usually need more time to make more money. So we ended up making money from the house. And so you could look at that situation and say, see, I was right. I should have bought the house the entire time. You don't know what you're talking about. But I look at that as more of a situation of I kind of got lucky. I didn't necessarily agree with my parents. I was going to take a risk. I was going to, you know, get the house because I thought, you know, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing in my life. I know I'm going to be here for five years at least. And that's what my parents had told me was a good amount of time at least to stay in a house. But I don't think I was necessarily right in the situation. I think I just got lucky. I think when you get to those pivot points in your life where your parents disagree with something that you did, then you kind of need to evaluate your decision afterwards. So were you right? Or were you wrong? Or did you get lucky? Or did it not really matter either way? Like with the dog. Yeah, my, my dad's weird about <laughs> when we got dogs. I don't know why he 
that was like a sticking point for him. But he thought it was too much responsibility for us at the stage of life that we were in and that dogs were expensive, which I mean, dogs are expensive. But I just kind of look at that decision of it didn't really matter either way. I mean, I think my dad had good points and I think we had good points. And I just think that one's kind of a wash. Like that's really not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a decision. And as long as you're committed to taking care of the animal that you got, then it didn't really matter. So I think there are decisions like that. And then I think there are decisions where you were right. So our parents weren't necessarily against Isabel going into the military, but they were, I think, nervous when she first dropped out of college because, you know, they just weren't sure what's going to happen to her. And they'd always supported her and always said, as long as you have a plan, you know, that's fine. So I'm not saying that they were against it, but there were a lot of other people besides their parents who were probably like, what the heck is Isabel doing dropping out of college? (laughs) But that was the best decision she could have made for her because she knew what she needed. She knew that she needed a little bit more structure. She went into the military. She got that. She got a good paying job. She got a job that's going to pay for her college and she's going to have no student debt. So, you know, there are just these different types of decisions in your life. And I think along the way, as you make those decisions and you evaluate those decisions, you learn who you are as a person and you learn what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah, the one of me dropping out of college was a good point because I was very scared to talk to my parents about that, even though I'd already made up my mind. But, you know, as soon as I explained to them I had a plan other than just I'm going to drop out and just be a bum and live with you guys or something, they were definitely okay with it. So I think if you have somebody in your life who you want to share these major decisions with, but you're scared to do so, if you just take the time to explain your reasoning behind it, they're going to accept it a lot easier than if you just say, this is what I'm doing and that's it. Like if you go into it kind of like hostile instead of going into it explaining to somebody why it is that you're making the decision that you're making. And that can be really difficult to do if you don't take the time to think about those things yourselves. Dropping out of college and joining the military wasn't something I decided overnight. It took me weeks to decide that because I was going through all my different options of what I could do. I just knew that college wasn't really the right thing for me at the time. Don't be afraid to take all the time you need to make these decisions if you're not on like a strict timeline. If you don't have a deadline for when you need this decision, don't be afraid to take the time you need to make it a decision that you feel good about. Right, and we focused a lot so far in the podcast about parent versus kid because I think that's just a lot of finding out who you are is when you when you're growing up and that's a lot of who you're dealing with is what your parents think versus what you think. But there's a lot of other aspects to it as well. And with friends and extended family, I'm a lot less inclined to take into consideration what they have to say unless I really want to emulate what they're doing in their life. And that's not a dig at any one of my friends or my family. I love them all. But I just... I think with friends and family, extended family, a lot of times when they're talking to you, they're telling you what they would do, which is perfectly fine and legitimate, but I just don't think they know you as well as you know yourself or as your parents do because really there's no one who wants better things for you in life than you or your parents, you know, and then as you get married, your spouse or whoever it is because they're just so connected and so instrumental in whether you succeed or not in life and they're going to be the ones that are helping you or not helping you. Like if your friend gives you bad advice and you end up with no job, I mean, they're not going to be the ones making sure you don't live on the street or helping you out or whatever. That's probably going to be your parents, you know, unless you're in a specific situation where you don't have parents and your friends have become that really integral part of your life, okay? But I'm talking about for most people, the situation is 
the people that are going to catch them if they don't succeed are going to be their parents or maybe a sibling or something like that. So that's why I would take into consideration what they have to say quite a bit more than I would, you know, as you expand that circle of people. Yeah, I like that idea because for me as well, obviously we have the same parents, but our parents are somebody who I've gone to a lot and I care about their opinions and what they have to say as well as my siblings as we've gotten older. Obviously, when we were younger, I didn't really care as much what my siblings thought or I thought they didn't know as much as I did. So I wasn't as concerned with it. And then even still, as I've gotten older and gotten married, obviously, my husband's opinions are the most important to me but usually we're making a decision together so even when I go to him presenting an idea for something I try to come up with all the reasons why it's a good idea and think about all his counterpoints before we even have the discussion so that way we can have a true in-depth conversation about it not just I think we should do this and then he's like I don't know about that and then we have to have the discussion again like in two weeks after I've actually thought about everything so yeah I think after you get married the most important person when you're making decisions would obviously be your spouse so they're definitely going to supersede any of the other relationships that you have but it's awesome because when you get married then you have you know other sets of eyes on what you're doing so you no longer just have your parents now you have your spouse's parents as well might be a little bit different than your parents and so it is good to get those different perspectives of people who obviously want their children to succeed but in the end yes it needs to be you and your spouse making that decision because that's the only way that you're going to grow together and have that strong bond and I would say if you end up growing up and and have radically different ideas about life than your parents do. Um, I don't have as much experience with this because I would say for a lot of the things I do agree with my parents. Um, But if you don't, if you have radically different opinions on things, I would just say try to go it, go about it in a really respectful manner. So I, I would just say try to explain to your parents why you're doing something different than they wanted you to. And try to not get into huge arguments about it because if you get into huge arguments about it, you know, it's going to be hard to remain friendly. Yeah, if you're going into the situation already on edge, it can be really difficult for everyone to stay calm, especially if you both have really strong opinions and aren't afraid to voice it. You don't want every single discussion to become an argument over the smallest little things. It's important to respect other people's opinions, even if you don't agree with it. And I mean... Everyone experiences this in some way, so that's really important to remember. As you're going into all these decisions, even if it's a small decision, it's not bad to discuss it with somebody. And I think as you actually discuss ideas with people, you figure out more who you are. So you figure out, okay, you know, I agree with you on a lot of things, but I don't agree with you on this specific decision or this specific idea. Here's why. And so I think just that act of discussing things is going to lead you to figuring out more who you are anyways. And it's going to make you think about things. And somebody who's never thought about ideas before can't really say they know who they are anyways. You don't know who you are, you just haven't thought about it yet. So I think it's really important to have these discussions and not just block people out because they disagree with you or they don't like a decision that you made. I mean, that's not real love anyways in your family. Real love is having those discussions and being able to explain to people why you're doing what they're doing and they still love you at the end of the day anyways, okay? So that's real relationships and that's really gonna help you be able to figure out who you are. And so 
While I don't have a ton of experience of being radically different or wanting a radically different life than my family members, I think if you are in that situation, just try to take it day by day and just try to explain to the people around you why you think the things that you think. All right, so I hope you guys, when you're talking with your own family members or your own friends, can find that right balance of what you want out of life and listening to others who might have some good thoughts and opinions to help you further your own life. And I hope you took something away from this podcast. If you agree with us or disagree with us or somewhere in between, go ahead and head over to our Instagram at Live Potentially. Let us know. Facebook, Live Potentially, our website, livepotentially.com. Also, share this podcast with anyone you know. Rate it, review it, like it, and we will talk to you guys next time. <laughs>